Hello, Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years. And every single week, we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week. I know we said last episode we were going to take a month off, but you know what? I said we can only wait one week. We can't miss a week. We can't break the streak. Every single week, it's Mike and Joe here catching up. How are you, Mike Watson? Yeah. Here we are. How are you? What's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. So much has gone on, you know, in the past seven days since I said I was going to take a month off. Uh, I had my meds adjusted, so now I'm in a very yeah. e- Now, I will say, I'm going to tell you something. Because I was in a good mood in the last one, too. But uh, I did need that, that August off because yeah. I needed to adjust my meds. I, my, I got, like... I was good that week, and then I started getting moody and blah, 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 blah. But now, we're in a good place. Um, okay, good. Yeah, we're very stable, normal place. I uh, saw you in a mood about five minutes ago, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, look. Yeah, let me tell you this. There's no amount of... <laughs> like, you were pounding You were pounding the desk, Joe. Yeah, guys. There's <laughs> no- you guys, I am not exaggerating. Yeah, nothing is going to make you uh zoloft work less than a, a very slow computer well i have to run all these programs that take up all this memory and nothing was working Ugh, it was awful but um okay, i didn't mean to reignite um so go on you're in a good place that's great i'm in a I'm good place how have you that. been i'm good um wait i mean are you do you, are, are you gonna tell me more about that my depression? No, I think everyone... You know what? Between this Taylor the Latte Boy having cancer and my depression, you know, and uh, you losing, you know, 140 pounds, uh, everyone is just sick of just sad news. Okay. By 140 points, I mean, uh-huh. I mean Steve. So... <laughs> I was... Oh, a solid joke would have been Steve's like a, a solid 120. <laughs> Oh yeah, how much does Steve weigh? I I have no idea. I have no idea. I just, I just, uh, I, I just but, took his height and what I guess he weighed. How's your love life? Um, Are you still single? Are you it, have you have you gotten to the yeah. place where you're ready to mingle? Not like I'm not in a dating place. No, mm-hmm. I'm not. But Joey, I do want to tell you. There's this one story. This is. I mean, you're kind of leading into this, but I've just. Before I even get there, I'd like to hear some of your stories, but I'm, I feel like I am kind of in this place where like, I'm not, not dating, not heading towards a relationship with anyone or anything like that. No rush there, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm putting my feelers out and I'm a red blooded man and I'm going to act that way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm like, 
having a good life right now. Sure. Social, spending a lot of time at the gym. Yeah. Um, which is paying off. Like I have a, one of the like best kind of um, bodies that I've had in a really long or ever, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, ever. A spiteful little whore. So, uh, this Steve yeah. had chubby lumberjack Mike, and then you break up with him, and now you're in the best shape you've ever been in your life. <laughs> I, I'm in a good place. Um, but, like, that that good stuff that I've brought into my life has bred other good stuff, and I don't know. You I'm miss just, bread? Like, feeling good and enjoying stuff. Do you miss bread? No. I haven't had bread in a really long time. Is that really? why, yeah, well, yeah. why you're asking? Well, yeah, because I know that, you know, probably to get in the best shape you've ever been in your life, you probably have to, like, give up a lot of carbs. Like, are there, are there any kind of special food thing you're following? No. I, I just eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's mm-hmm. my plan. One plate, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. Unlimited coffee. It's <laughs> been a busy month for you, hasn't it? Now, do you have any, do you have any <laughs> stories to share with us? On the air, Joey, tell me. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to tell you this that story that you that you were kind of leading me into, but I want to hear from you. What's going on with you? The day after we recorded the last episode, the day after, yeah. okay. I'm having a pleasant conversation with Betty and Joe, my parents. You know, in yeah. the living room, and we're just having a pleasant conversation, like just normal conversation in the morning. You know, all of a sudden. My mom shoots up out of the chair and she grabs her abdomen and she goes, Oh my God. Oh my God. It feels like my insides are turning inside out. Call 911. Call 911. Oh my God. Oh yeah. And I just like get up and I start going to, meanwhile, my dad goes, Don't call 911. I'm like, what? He's lived with your mom for a very long time. No, but here's would... the deal. If a person says, Call, if the person, the person who's feeling it says, Call 911. You call 911. I could see if it was the other way around. If my dad said, call 911, my yeah. mom's feeling the pain. She goes, no, 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 don't call that. That makes sense. I, I agree with you, but I all, I'm, I'm, your parents are a lot like my parents. I think I need to ask my mom a few questions before I dial. Oh. I, to me, I time is like of the essence. Ask something. Time is of the essence in my world. So I'm like, she says, call. If my mom stands up and grabs her abdomen and says, call 911, I'm calling 911. So I go to the phone, yeah. I call 911, I'm on the phone with 911, and then they're asking me, all, you know, I'm very calm, and I'm talking to them and saying, listen, this is what happened. And I walk yeah. to the living room, my mom's just sitting there, and she goes, you know what? I feel oh, fine. Gosh. Never mind. And I go, oh, gosh. And I go, no, 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 no. They're coming, because you can't just call 911 and say, I'm fine. They have to come in and check you out. Yeah. So the fire department comes. They come in. They check out. First of all, one of the firemen was so fucking hot. It, they, yeah. Why are firemen always so fucking hot? I don't get it either. But yeah, I couldn't stop staring at him. Right. Meanwhile, my mom's like, you know, my mom is like, <laughs> this is what gay men we are. My mom is like, call nine one one, and I'm like, look at how hot this fireman is. <laughs> right. So they check her out, they take, you know, her vitals and stuff like that, and they say, listen, you know, we are supposed to take you to the hospital, and she's like, you know what, I don't, I, I have Kaiser, and I'm gonna, I want to go to a Kaiser emergency room, and I'm just gonna go on my own, and they're like, okay, and they make her sign some paperwork, and then, so I spent the entire day at the Kaiser emergency room, we, uh, it, so it turned out it was just, um, muscular, 
she had started some new workout regimen, and I guess she got some sort of sore abs. And she said it felt like her insides were twisting, but I guess that can happen if, if especially if you're an old lady starting some workout regimen. And but she, I but it literally, we were at the emergency room all day because they were run. And that's you know, God bless emergency rooms. They ran every single test you can run, you know, yeah. just to rule everything out. But yeah, there was a little bit of a medical scare with Betty Batanz. Wow. Well, and, be yeah, I'm glad that you jumped up and called nine one one. I didn't mean to shame that, but I just feel like I would have asked a few questions, and my I feel like my mom would have gotten to the point where she would have said like, you know what let's get in the car and just drive me there. Like in that situation, maybe Betty would have, you know what I mean? And like that you know, could have shaved some good amount of time. I see what me. you're saying, but it was so sudden. It was like, we're having an, it was like, if we're talking right now and then I just stand up and grab yeah. my body and go like, Oh my, like scream. She screamed and said, call nine one. I, I actually didn't even think oh about, gosh, yeah. I thought she was having a heart attack. Cause especially with yeah. women, uh, women can have the symptoms of a heart attack in different places. They don't necessarily always have the classic yeah, chest, yeah, yeah. left arm thing. They can have it, but sure. they can also have sure, it in weird sure. places. So I was like, you know what? Got to do it right now because time is of the essence. And so I'm, well, I'm, I'm glad I did. But yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a scary Tuesday, especially once you're coming out of depression. You're like, oh, thank God yeah. I take this medication. I'm out of, out of my, but you know what? It did help because I was able to handle the anxiety and the, I was able to be good in the moment. But that, that's always how it is with me, though. In the it mo- gave your computer a day to restart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought to restart it then so it could be done now. Um, <laughs> but in the moment, in the actual crisis, I'm fine. Once everything has settled, that's when I start getting, like, the stomach problems, all the physical bad part of, like, being anxious and in crisis. They come yeah. after the crisis is over. They don't come during. I think the yeah. adrenaline now kicks in, and so... Anyway, that that was my Tuesday after we recorded. What's going on with you? Wow, wow. Um, you know, nothing really. I did want to tell you though, because <clears throat> Joey and I, I should tell people listening, we really haven't talked very much since we stopped recording last week. We talked a little bit, but yes, you're yeah. right. If you're listening in the future, it's you know easy to maybe miss, but we've we just took a month off, so um. We haven't talked very much, but there was one conversation we had where I told you, oh, maybe this is over text. I told you, like, there was this dude cruising me at the Starbucks. Yeah. Remember this? Mm-hmm. So to catch everyone up and to remind you, um, I just there's a Starbucks near my office, but, like, not super close that I kept passing. Um, no, no joke, like, um, I just out of coincidence kept passing. Um, it's like kind of over by the Twitter building, like out of the way. So I went and got coffee because each time I was going there, it was like around good time to get coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, on like maybe my second visit, there was a dude that worked there who was like very clearly flirting with me. Did you know it in the moment? Yeah. Okay. All like, right. yeah, I think you could, it just was like very clear. Mm-hmm. And, but, Nationality? He's, um, Hispanic. Okay. He's Latino. He is handsome. Mm-hmm. I would say out of my league even. Mm-hmm. And it's just really handsome. Mm-hmm. Young, though. I told you when we were texting, I was like, couldn't be like more than 25, 26. Sure. A little old but, for me, but I okay. mean, Did you say a little old? Mm-hmm. A little old for me. <laughs> 
Joe. Um, so anyway, uh, all of this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, we make eyes, whatever. Mm-hmm. I go to that, and then I text you, and I was like, Joe. You like, regularly go to that serious. Starbucks? Say it again? You regularly go to that Starbucks? No, not uh, not before this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> now I'm like a regular. Yeah, yeah, I know. Now, now, now they're like, wow, he's in here every single day now. We never saw him before. <laughs> um, no, but I have gone a couple times. And um, the last time I was there, I just grew balls. I don't know. He said, okay, he did say, he said something like, I like your glasses. No, your glasses I like your glasses. I was like, yeah, thank you. I've had these a while. And he said, they look good on you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, he just crossed that line because there's a very fine line between really good customer service and flirting, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be the creepy customer that's like, I don't know. I don't know know if I would have picked up on that as being super flirty, to be honest with you. But maybe it's the way he said it or maybe the energy you got. The energy. It's totally the energy, but also like he said like they he just said he liked my glasses and then he said they look good on you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It it it's like he's telling me he thinks I don't know. The energy certainly said that it was a flirtatious thing. But anyway, I so then I just grew balls and I said, Do you have a pen that I could use real quick? And on a little scrap of paper I wrote my phone number and gave it to him. <gasps> when Can was you this? When was this? Um, that was on like Thursday of last week. And has he used the number? So that was like Thursday at maybe th- like three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And he, he used the number that that evening. Yes. Oh, he did. And he he texted. Okay. So we've been like texting. We haven't met up or anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler. Did you tell him you but- have a venti in your pants? Say it again? You tell them uh, no, they, that's dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. That's a great joke. Uh-huh. That's a solid joke. No one steal that trademark joke with hands. Go ahead. The, we're texting a little bit. We're like a Trenton. We are getting just to know one another. And Joe Batanz. Joe Batanz. He's 21 years old. Mm-hmm. That's a good age. <laughs> no, he's 21. Mm-hmm. And I am 36. Yeah. No, Joe, no. There, there's so also to tell you, like, to update you, um, like, fast forward quite a bit. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we've talked a couple, texted a couple times, but like, it's also very boring conversation. We don't, I don't, well, we're not connected. Have you listened to Catching level. Up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really bored with him, and I don't, think he's in i don't know i'm just bored mm-hmm. but i don't <laughs> think that has 21. to do i don't think it has to do with the age difference i just has to maybe he's just a boring person yeah i think that's it i think it's also just awkward too that like i don't know we're having a text conversation but like i have barely even talked to him i don't know it's weird have you gone to the starbucks since you gave him the number no 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 oh <laughs> No way. <laughs> you think you'll what, get up with him? you avoid it? No, I wouldn't. I'd be there every day. Oh, my God. I'm, like, weird about it. Now, do you think you'll meet up with him? 
I mean, maybe. He's, like, here for college. He's from, like, um, L.A., actually. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's going back soon in a couple years mm-hmm. when he's done with doing his homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's weird to me. It's just too young. And, like, not, I just don't want to do any, like, I, the only thing that it would be good for for me is like a sexual relationship and maybe he'd be open to that, but maybe that would just be kind of fucked up for me to do, you know? Well, I I hear, I hear you. I mean, it's one of these things where I think you're bringing a lot of your own feelings to it i i there i i'm getting the sense now that they're you know in uh in in gay society right now uh especially especially with this generation in their 20s that age is just a number to them and i think i think you're putting your sort of older person stamp on that mm-hmm. and uh, if it doesn't bother him uh then i don't think it should bother you but I mean, but that, but then if it bothers you it bothers you i mean you're into what you're into and if you think he's too yeah. young for you then it, then he's too young for you but I'm also, um, I'm also I, I, just... I, but but I guess what I'm trying to say is I get the sense, and this is just me trying to read into it actually, and try not to bring my own baggage to the whole thing. Is I get the sense that you're worried about what other people will think. I don't know if that's true. No, that's not true though. Because I mean, the only people that would really know are you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone listening to catching up and anyone listening okay but maybe but maybe i mean i i could certainly have kept this a private thing yeah that's true yeah. that's true yeah but i do think i i, I do think i don't know I, I, this is me reading into things i get the sense yeah. that you kind of wish you would have kept it private and maybe you wouldn't have talked about it on catching up but no. if there would have been two other stories you had they would have taken precedence over this story no because i have zero stories i could have <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If no. you had two other stories, you would have put them over this. Mm. No, I don't think so. Because we were talking about it. I I kind of just feel done with it. But part of it is like, I maybe I'm just not good at kind of the, I don't know if game's the right word, but like, how how do you talk to, I don't know, talk to someone and then turn it into a sexual relationship only? You know, I just feel it just feels very weird and I'm not good at this dance and mm-hmm. him being that age, it complicates it to the point where I can't really right. it, it's make it's an extra layer of work. I I you totally know? get that. I mean, I totally get that. Obviously, that's not where I come from <laughs> on the whole thing, you He's know, but super hot. too. What do you say? <laughs> He's really handsome, very oh, yeah. handsome. Well, I mean, but you don't know, but I feel like you're making decisions for him. I think you should at least have the conversation with him. You don't even know what he wants. Maybe he just wants yeah. a sexual relationship. But then you just, I mean, we have a text conversation where he's like telling me what he's studying and I'm explaining my job. And then I'm like, hey, I just want to have sex with you. <laughs> is um, that what, I how I, is I think I don't, I, really, I don't think I you have to say it like that. I think you could say like, "Look, I'm not really in a place. I just got out of a relationship." Like you have when you get to that conversation where you talk about relationships and and where you are in your life, you can have that conversation. And say, "Look, I just got out of a, 
uh, a, re- a long-term relationship. I'm not really looking to jump into a long-term relationship, but if you want to have fun, I'm willing to have fun. I'm willing to go on dates. I'm willing to, you know, do whatever, go- see where it goes, but I'm not really looking for a long-term relationship right now and just be upfront with him. I think that's fair. And then he, and then it gives him the opportunity to make the choice. Okay. Okay. Yes. It, it, it could be one okay. of the things where he just wants to have sex. Maybe that that is just what he wants. Or maybe we're both bored with each other and this will fizzle to in you know fizzle way 100 percent can totally happen yes cool yeah we have a, we have um, so a we have a friend reasonable. we have a friend who actually was at a party and a much again a much younger this, this friend's about your age and a guy who's in his like mid-ish 20s was at the same party as his friend right i'll tell you after the air who it is and uh all of a sudden, the younger guy like just pushed our friend up against the wall and started making out with him, you know. And they made out all night. They, that's all it went. They just made out. But then they went on a date afterwards and saw that they had nothing in common and just sort of fizzled out. Okay. So, <laughs> see where it goes. Okay. So listen. So I have a story. Now, the only reason I'm telling the story is because when I start telling the story, you're going to think, oh, God, we're going to start hearing about this drama again. Nope. In fact, I'll even st- I'm going to tell you what happened. Last week, I saw Cameron. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm just putting the headline out there. I saw Cameron. And just to get out of the way, because that's the point of this story, he and I uh, hung out for probably a combined six hours. And uh, we are in the same place where we ended it in June. We're in a good place. Uh, we both love each other. We both want to take time to work on ourselves before we even think about dipping our toe about pursuing maybe kind of getting back together, right? That's where we are. We both love each other. We realize that there are a lot of complications and we have to work on ourselves. The end. That's all we're going to talk about Cameron and that part of the story. But the funny part is us actually seeing each other. Okay. So what happened, if you remember correctly, in the beginning of the summer, I went to go see Cameron's grandma, right? Well, in visiting Cameron's grandma, she tells me that she loves figs, which I'm starting to learn that, like, really old people just love figs. Okay. Have you ever eaten just a fig out of, like, a fig? Um, only a little bit, actually, at your parents' house. You yeah, exactly, some. Exactly, exactly. The only time I've ever had figs are because my parents have a fig tree that produces a lot of figs, right? Yeah. But I'm talking yeah. about they ever eaten like a piece of fruit. I've, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't really like them. But it, it makes a lot of figs. And like Adam Vought's grandma, she loves figs. Every year she wants as many figs as I can give her, you know? And then Cameron's grandma, who's, you know, not doing very well health-wise... She loves figs, okay? And so I promised her that when the figs came in, which they come in around this time of year, I would take her some figs, right? Okay, yeah. So the figs come in, and I and I pick some of the nicest fruit, and I want to take it to her, but now I have this dilemma. Where I'm like, ugh, how do I do this? You don't want to see him. I don't want to see him or interact with him, right? Yeah. So I'm like, ugh, but I... And so, like Adam Vaught, friend of the show, Adam Vaught's like, I am a hard no that you should take her the figs. Just forget. Yeah. She's not thinking about the figs. Just drop it. Right. But I just sort of feel like this guilt. Like, should I, take, I, I promise this old lady these figs. Even if she's not thinking about it, just I know that I promised them to her. So, sweet Michael is like, look, 
here's what you do. Because I had to take Adam Vought's grandma a bunch of figs anyway. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. He goes, you just deliver them to old people. I just deliver. Yeah, that's what I do. Like the fucking sun-made raisin girl. A big basket I carry in front of me of figs. So he goes, and Cameron's grandma and Adam Vought's grandma aren't necessarily super close to each other, but it would make sense, you know, whatever. My sweet Michael's like, if you feel like taking them to her, you get, you get the feeling in the moment. Just drop by. Don't. Anna- I was like, I better text Cameron. He's all, don't text Cameron. No. He's all, just drop by and just do it if you're going to do it. And if he's there, he's there. And if he's not, he's not. And if he's not, you lucked out. And I was like, okay. So I, I'm, I'm, it's that day now. It's a week ago today, actually. A week ago today, I have the, the basket of figs. And I'm like, you know what? I promised it. I'll kick myself if I don't do it. And if anything happens to her, I'll always feel badly. I'm just going to go there and be a fucking man and just take the figs. So I, and I, but I did, so I call Michael. I'm talking to sweet Michael on the phone as I pull up. And I say, if I see his car, though, I'm not going. I'm not going to stop. Why well, I drive by, I don't see his car. But there's like an old school Volvo in front of the house. Uh-huh. Right? And I'm like, uh, there's an old school Volvo in front of the house. And Michael's like, so I'm all... It's very Cameron to own an old school boxy Volvo. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he sold his other old car. He had an old Honda. Like, but like a cool old Honda, not like a like a, my old Honda. Like just like a 1980 Honda that looked cool, right? I wouldn't be surprised if he sold that and got a, a beat up, not beat up, it's actually nice, but like an old boxy Volvo. So Michael goes, hold on, let me look through his social media and see if there's anything. He goes, I don't see any Volvos on his social media. I go, hmm, okay, maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe it's just I, someone's old Volvo. So I walk up with my big old basket of figs, right? And right yeah. when I walk up... This I, is a scene in a spy movie. Like, in the figs, there's something else, and Sweet Michael was just doing your dirty work. Yeah, you know? he was like my like the chick like on, on NCIS, who's like... All clear. I walk up, and I hear Cameron screaming. He goes... He goes... It's not fucking cat piss, all right? It's not cat piss. You want me to grab you by the head and put your fucking face in it? It's not cat piss, right? Oh, my God. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk away from this situation. So I go to back to my car, and I get in the car, and I drive <laughs> carrying away. Carrying a basket full of figs. Carrying a basket full of figs. I drive away, and I call Sweet Michael. And I go, I tell Sweet Michael what happened. And he goes, oh my God. do you think he's, like, abusing the grandma? And I go, that's what it sounds like. He goes, you need to go back. And I go like, ah, oh, fuck, you're right. I need to diffuse the situation, find out what's going on. So I turn around and I go back and I park and I walk up and now I hear him screaming and he's like, you know, I don't mind fucking doing work for you, but it, uh, some goddamn appreciation would be nice, right? Okay. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I knock on the door, but he doesn't hear me. He's just like screaming and yelling, you know? Oh, I'm uncomfortable. So then, I know. So then I'm uncomfortable. So I'm like, I keep knocking, no answer. Finally, I go, but then I just to make everyone feel better, I realize, wait, he's on the phone. He's not talking to a person. I can tell he's talking on the phone. So I keep knocking, but he's still talking on the phone and having this animated conversation on the phone. So finally, I text him and I say, open your door. Oh, God. And then I hear him go, 
Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. 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 Oh, my God. Joe just texted me. I don't want to look at him. I don't want to look at him. I'm afraid to look at it. I'm afraid to look at it. Joe just texted me. And so I'm like, ugh. And he goes, I don't want to look. That's so weird. Joe just texted me. I don't know what to do. Uh. So I say, open your door. So I knock again. And he goes, wait, there's someone at the door. And he opens the door. And he's like, oh. I'm so uncomfortable. He's like, oh, oh my God. God. And he's like, what do you do? He's like, I got to call you back. And he hangs up. And he's like, come in. And then he, like his grin is from ear to ear. He can't stop smiling. He's so nervous. You know? But I go, listen, I go, I'm glad to see. He's like, I, I, I can't believe you're standing right here. I can't believe I'm looking at you. I go, that's all good. What the fuck was going on? And so I yeah. found out the story. Okay. So what happened was he was talking to a friend. Oh, I go, first I go, where's your grandma? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, she's at the movies with her, like, caretaker, like, like, a, like a nurse. And I go, oh, okay. <sighs> and I was like, and, and just And just so you know, I was there. I was... The grandma got there before I left, so I do know that she really was at the movie, not like dead in the in the bedroom or something like that, right? She did come home. New story I'm about to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I saw the grandma. She's alive and well. She really when she went to go okay, see yeah. Christopher Robin. Anyway, um, here's what happened. He was telling his friend about how he and the grandma had hired a carpet cleaner. Okay, and the carpet cleaner came and cleaned the carpet, but when they cleaned the carpet, they actually left two stains. There were two big stains <laughs> on the carpet. So uh-huh. he called them and said, listen, you guys came and cleaned the carpet. And then there's two stains. They're like, well, maybe it's cat urine. And he goes, we don't even own any cats. Yeah. But then the company was still insisting it was cat urine. And he was like, that's why he was saying, it's not fucking cat urine. Come over here and I will put your fucking face in the cat urine to, to see it's not cat urine. So it's still weird. I mean... I'm yeah. glad he wasn't talking that way to the, the grandma, but... No, he was talking that way to the... Um, a customer service person. Yeah, well, look. It's better than the grandma. Okay. Um, but and then I really, it wasn't necessarily him yelling. It was him just being super animated to Cameron on the phone. You know? Okay. So anyway, so that's pretty much the story I'm going to tell here. And like I told you, we did have a long talk afterwards and blah, 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 and everything's good. But um, yeah, but that was when I thought Cameron was abusing his grandma. Cool story, Joe. I yes. No, that's. I guess that's it. You have any news stories, Mike Lawson? I Joey, I do. Um, headline: Headless corpse found in fish tank in oh, home God. of missing San Francisco man. Okay. Uh, this is very clever reason- of you to like distract everyone that you're the person who who did this. Uh, hear this story out, though. Scott Free sensed something was wrong in June when he mm-hmm. stopped seeing his neighbor, Brian Egg, walk the dog and water the plants outside his home on a narrow street in San Francisco, south of Market neighborhood. He grew suspicious when two strangers began answering Egg's door at 228 Clara Street and called the police and got a wellness check in July. Mm-hmm. And the cops showed up and these guys, they're like, oh, that 65-year-old guy, he went on vacation. Now... Weeks later, this neighbor, the nosy neighbor, he sees this like uh, private crime scene cr- cleanup crew mm-hmm. show up outside the house. So he's like, oh, hell no. And he calls 911. This time the cops come and they come a, ca- a cadaver dog. And they found this gruesome discovery. Inside Egg's home was a headless corpse inside a fish tank. 
According to several sources with knowledge of the investigation, mm-hmm. Egg remains missing and police are trying to determine if it, if it's his body. But it was like so disgustingly like gone that they don't even know if it's like a man or woman's body inside this fish tank. So was anybody uh, arrested? No, no homicide charges have been filed in connection with the body. Mm-hmm. So there's there's like some weirdness. This story is so fascinating to me because like, oh, it, we can imagine why. It's a, yes, go. You're looking for no, tips. No, Joey. The this dude. Okay, his name. Um, the neighbor kind of goes into why he was so suspicious, and. Basically, he was like, this guy is not going on any vacations. He's basically a homeless guy in a home. Like, mm-hmm. he happens to own this home in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He, they call him, like, the neighbors said he was kind of fringe. He mm-hmm. didn't have a job. He just kind of was, like, really e- eccentric. Mm-hmm. And now, like, s- stories are coming out about him. Basically, he bought this home in the 70s. When he, on a bartender salary at the famous San Francisco gay bar, the stud, mm-hmm. and he just like really doesn't have any job. Drifters come and go mm-hmm. at the house, and so it could be that these two dudes that were in the house actually don't know anything about the dead body. Do you know what I mean? And that's why they're they weren't arrested. Like they could be like, "Holy shit, there was a dead body here that whole time," and they don't know who the guy what whose body it is. No, they haven't been able to determine that yet at the time of this, the writing of the story. It actually just got posted today. So it's like a brand new, this just ha- or this is just getting reported, but um, updates to come. Isn't that it's gonna like be... a fascinating kind of um, mystery um, you think... thing? And then there was Go ahead. Headless, Cor- Headless Corpses in the theme song too. So that caught my eye. I was like, oh, San Francisco. Bay corpse. I don't know. I that thought that good. was funny. That is good. Speaking of uh, news stories that are from the the theme song, uh, Mike Lawson: An early morning car crash leads to taco truck selling on the freeway. A two ve- <laughs> a two vehicle collision on the 105 freeway snarled traffic for hours. A deadly early morning crash on the 105 freeway near the 405 interchange led to snarl traffic for hours this morning and an opportunity to sell some breakfast items for one enterprising catering truck. AC Catering was stuck in the same freeway-turned-parking-lot scenario as hundreds of other motorists in the pre-dawn hours this morning, hugging the carpool lane while waiting out the emergency response cleanup. Eventually, the crew decided to pop open the window and do a little business, even turning on the lights for morning motorists, who immediately began to queue up. <laughs> Mike Lawson, if you were stuck in traffic, here's my question for you. Would you, yeah. st- would you actually get out of the car and start uh, buying some tacos? Maybe. I mean, tacos are weird, but like maybe something, some breakfast or coffee or, uh, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. if you you know it's going to be more than a half an hour. I've seen this story all over Reddit. I've seen it on social media. I've seen it around. And it's always amusing because they always say, oh, someone died in this car crash. Imagine, oh, God. Yeah, it was a deadly car crash. And then imagine like, but the big story is how someone was selling tacos in the traffic. It made me kind of sad for whoever died. Yeah. yeah. Even though that's kind of the way. I'd, if, if I died in the car, because I want people to start buying tacos as my body was being cleaned up. I mean, it, it it's sad that, like, the story here is not that someone died on the freeway because people die on the freeway. And that sucks. But 
you know, there's nothing out of the ordinary. That thing that's out of the ordinary is that this, you know, event happened. I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't, if it was me that died, I wouldn't care. <laughs> or even, you know, even if it was one of my family members, I mean, yeah, but if, if, like, I wouldn't if be offended. By you this. wouldn't be offended. People are buying tacos and while your family no. member was like on the street dead. No, I think I would be offended if there was like a business that somebody went into business where that was their like thing. They figured out a way to profit from people dying on the freeway. But this guy just was, I mean, we're in this situation and he wanted to make his money like he was on his way to park somewhere and do this exact same yeah. thing have tacos will travel now okay uh, uh what do you got going on next week mike lawson well joey i'm going to the theater this weekend i'm going to see mama mia and i hate mama oh, mia i hate that fucking show yeah i really do hate it uh and it's like the third time i've seen it in the last couple of years so why are you reason. going then I want I I got invited for with a couple of people and I want to hang out with those couple of people. So, Ugh. this the your ability to do that is why I waited for thirty minutes so you could start up Spotify. Did you see the movie? The first one? Or the second one. With Cher. No. No. Why would I've ne- I? I've never even seen the first one. I really dislike Mamma Mia. It's a it's horrible like, show. I think that the music... I don't love ABBA music. Oh, I do. Also, I like it. I feel like it just is like so contrived around these dumb songs. Yeah, I know. Anyway. I, I, I saw the show. I, I, my, my friend's sister was in it. Like the touring production? One of the touring productions? I went to go see it. It's a horrible show. Makes, but you know, it's, but you know, it's literally probably, if not the most profitable show in the history of Broadway touring shows. It's definitely up there. It makes a ton of money. Yeah, people love this fucking show, and it's so fucking stupid. It's the stupidest so I'm fucking going show. To see that on Saturday, and that's pretty much my that's my week next week. What do you got going on? What are, what shows are you going to see? You know what? I'm actually been kind of worried, you know, because with my depression, I I tried to be as social as possible, but I realized, like, now look, I'm in a really good place right now, but I realized I haven't really done much, and I don't think I have any plans to do much. Um, it's my brother's birthday this weekend, so we're gonna do something with that, and I think I'm gonna see John Paul this weekend. But other than that, I have nothing going on. I need to start building up my social life. Okay, do it. If I was closer, we would go do something. We would. You should or, come up here. Come up here. You know what? I'm actually thinking of going up there in early September. Okay, perfect. Because uh, be... uh, uh, my ward, Armando, he's not really my ward. He's not like Jose. But um, he's starting at Stanford, and I was thinking of driving up with him to drop him off at school because he has no cool. family. And cause don't you think he, I should? Because he has like zero family, and everyone's family is going to be dropping their kids off here's what i think you should do i think you should offer no, no, he, should no, he, allow he, him to say yes or yeah no. yeah no that's how it came up he knows okay he wants me to do it i just have okay. i have i haven't i haven't committed to it yeah i'm like because then i'm like okay I drive up with him and then what i'm stuck i gotta buy a plane flight down you could make a bus hello i said i said yeah, you're right i could Maybe I'll do yeah. that. I don't know. I'll hang out in San Francisco for a day or something. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'll figure You're it out. You're welcome to crash here. Oh, really? Hmm. 
hmm, maybe I'll yeah. take you up on that. Meanwhile, you're 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 like, where where are why are we going to a Starbucks by Twitter? <laughs> oh, they have the they have the best uh, little egg sandwiches there. You're gonna like it. Um, cool. I by the way, I saw Sunday in the Park with George last week. You've know, never Saturday. seen that show. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, we could talk about it. Let's we should talk about it, but we'll let's wrap the, this mother up. Let's talk about the after show. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna wait. Go to oh, home. go to home. Uh, um, okay, good. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash CU Podcast and on Twitter at CU Podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.